0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic. I am your host, Diana Collins, and I want to thank you for joining us in today's episode. This episode has um, a very special meaning to me. Uh, First and foremost, I want to give honor and thanks to God for putting this whole podcast thing in my heart, and also, um, he has earned an angel, um, our dear friend, Michael Goodwin, Michael Grown Man Goodwin, who if you guys have not heard his episode on our podcast, he was one of the first guests that I've had on the podcast. He was in, I believe, episode five in season one. And uh, I am sad to say that he uh, lost his battle with his health. And um, so a moment of silence for that. Anyways, all right, so thank you, Michael, for gracing us with your talents and your um, gift of just being an amazing, authentic person. And we are so grateful to be a part of your life and was a part of your journey. And I'm blessed to have been there with you on your transition as well. So with that, I am grateful. Um, but yes, so anyway, so I wanted to, this episode is actually an episode I taped right after coming back from traveling and visiting Michael um, before he passed on and actually going to visit my ancestors. Uh, I know um, you guys are like, what? How can you visit your ancestors? Because that means you died. No, my living ancestors, people, my living ancestors. Uh, my grandmother is 90. 3 years old and my great aunt is 103 years old I do believe and so I had the honor and pleasure of being in their presence and during that time it brought to to light a lot of things because my grandmother started talking about how she lived and the things she's done and even though yeah I, I had to reintroduce myself each time that's okay I was just still elated to be in both their presence so I am very grateful for that Um, but off of that visit and that time I came up and decided to talk about some things that um, were heavy on my spirit during that time so I share that with you during this episode so again thank you for your patience as I know it's been some span of time between episodes but I've been dealing with um, my uh, family issues and things so I'm starting to get some level playing just a little bit. So I'm just catching up to life and catching up to me. So thank you. I appreciate you all. Thank you to Unapologetically Beast, uh, Victoria Thompson, for checking in on a sister and making sure she is okay. Um, I thoroughly appreciate that. We are definitely due for a spa day, girl. So we got to make that happen. But um, thank you. And uh, if you have not checked out Unapologetically Beast and her website, please do so. I ordered my t-shirt because as I always tell you guys, I am just winging this shit. (laughs) And that's the honest truth. All right. So thank you so much. I appreciate you all. And I hope this episode finds you in peace, love and prosperity and health and wellness on your end as in mine. all right? So with that, I lead us into our next episode.
1: Hey, everybody, welcome to the Soulful Eclectic today. I am your host, Diana Collins, and today I just want to talk to you guys about being a Black American of African descent and what it means to some of us. And I say some of us because a lot of us don't realize how thick our culture really is and how rich it really is and how much uh, a chunk of it is missing due to us being brought here. Um, Not of our own accord. So um, this past weekend, I had the uh, opportunity to sit with my extended family on my dad's side. So when I say extended family, it's really extended. Um, I got to... Meet and sit with my aunt, Mary Estelle, and who is my um, dad's sister, his brother, um, Gary, and meet some second and third and fourth cousins. And I also met my, my half-brother uh, for the first time after 47 years. Um, and I say after 47 years, that's like my whole life. Um, I've never met him. I knew of him later in life, but never got a chance to meet him. I have a sister that I have not met as yet and another brother that I haven't met as yet. So I got to actually spend time and meet with them. Um, but the, the blessing of it all, not to say that they weren't a, a blessing because they absolutely were, but the blessing of it all was to hear some of my dad's side's, uh, history and family, and my grandpa's not alive, he died early on in, in the years, um, and uh, my grandmother, she's still alive, she's, uh, I actually saw her on her 90, ooh 92nd, 92, 90, 92, I think she's 92, 92 and 93 uh, birthday, and my great aunt, who is 101 or 102, um, and she does have a little bit of memory loss, but it's, it's, I mean, she's quick. Once you tell her who you are, she's like, oh, okay. And she goes back to it. So, um, it's just amazing. And it, just to sit and talk with them. And, you know, my dad showed me the, the land that we had down there and, um, all of our family that lives in like this, this one big cul-de-sac circle. And I call it Grant Way. Um, because it's it's just literally all family in that in that corner, and it just reminded me of how much that we don't know about our history, those of us who are born here who are not um who are not african american and and I say that to say that you are born in Africa and your family was born in Africa and you came to America. I am a black American of African descent, meaning i am I was born and raised here in America. I my de- and um I descent from my African ancestors because I've been here due to the slave trade and my family is all rooted in the South. Um so that's how I got here. I did not get here by way of Africa and then being here. Um so so in case you're wondering why I say I'm 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 black of African descent. That is why I'm a black American of African descent, because I did not and have not lived in Africa. And that is not even though it is my home country. It's not where I am actually from. And we are uh, many generations removed from there. Um, I can't even trace it back, and I wish I could. I wish I knew how to get a hold of Henry Gates, Dr. Henry Gates, so he can trace my lineage, because that man is amazing at tracing your heritage and where you come from, what shit brought you in, if that's even a possibility. So, um, yeah, I, I if somebody like him, him, whomever, I wish I can get somebody to trace my lineage, because I'm, I'm really curious on where... Um, Where we stem from, you know, because again, I envy, and I know we're not supposed to be envious of other people, but I envy those who actually know where they came from and can trace back, at least somewhat trace back, a lot of their lineage. And, you know, and most of the white Americans who are here um, definitely have a lot of that ability to trace their lineage back um, and tell you that they're of Irish descent, of, you know, We were Vikings, whatever, you know, and I, 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 that is something that I hope they cherish. Um, I know there is a lot of Hispanics that can trace their lineage and I just, and and a lot of natives that can trace their lineage. And I just think for us, and this is just my opinion, as black Americans, that was all ripped away from us Um, and not by choice. You know, and and yes, we know that some of us were sold by, you know, other tribes to make money, but and, and to live. And I I get it. It's not all white Americans. I understand that. So let's not go on that that soapbox and argue about that. I know that. I know that there is, was a level of trade before that. I mean, I've seen it in. You know, and not seen it because hell, I wasn't here. But I've read it and saw documentaries, you know, through the course of time. They've been selling people forever. I get it. I get it. But the caliber of slave trade that took place and over the years to those of us who are of darker skin, I'm going to say it it, 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 it was nothing compared to that Um It was constant in in that, again, my opinion, I am not saying this is rooted in any type of research except for my own and from what I've seen and what I've read, um, that we are the ones that are still fighting day in and day out for that equality if there is ever such a thing. This is is something that we're constantly battling um, when we walk into places. Those of us... um, who are of darker skin, even those of us who are native I mean it's still it's still a thing um, I still hear some Asian Americans and and, and those of Asian descent still I, I just want to know when is it ever going to end and I, I know that's like a loaded question because I know it's not because as humans we can't let shit go. Um, and it's always pointing a finger, it wasn't me, it was this generation, it wasn't my generation, but yet you still carry the torch and still continue on. Um, Not everyone, because there are those who have changed the trajectory of how they think and have grown, so I'm not going to say it's everyone. I don't like to use blanket statements like all and every, um, because it's not, Um, but I just would like to know how everyone else is feeling about where you come from. Do you think about it? Do you ever consider it? For those of us who are born and raised here and generations removed and don't know traditions, don't know our ancestry, do you ever feel like that something is missing? Like there's a part of you that you don't understand and you want to know why you do certain things and you just can't can't put your finger on it? Um, or is it just me that just wants to know more about who I am? And, and that's just, and it, it could very well be Possible that that's what it is, but I know I am one of those people that I just feel like there was always something missing, like there was something that I didn't know about. I always like to know about our family, our history, and things. And I have a very closed mouth type of family on my mom's side where no one really talks about anything from the past generations. It's really like pulling teeth um, on some of that. My dad's side, everyone is willing to share information wherever they can and tell you whose cousin is here, whose father is here, your father was raised in the back of this house back here, you know, on this property. He you know, those kinds of things. They're willing to open up about where they come from and, and how long they've been there. And I just I just felt so um blessed to be there, even though the reason I was there was for a whole different circumstance, but I took advantage of the time and and had those conversations and asked those questions to my elders, you know, because we don't talk to our elders anymore. They, you, we, we discard them as if they're used paper. And I think that is so wrong. Our elders are full of knowledge about our history, where we come from how the world was as they were growing up. I love to hear that stuff. I do. I do. I think it enriches my thought process and makes and makes me think about how I perceive a lot of things sometimes and I think it just gets lost. We we really do take our elders for granted. And I to you know this past weekend I I decided that I'm not doing that. I took full advantage of talking with my elders about whatever. You know, my great aunt, uh, she is a hoot, um, beautiful woman. And, uh, you know, to talk with her about, you know, her kids and she's got two sons and, you know, they done passed on, but she's still here. It was just beautiful. And I I can't even express how enriched that whole experience was for me. Um, So I just you know, I just think about that. And and I did start looking into my heritage a little bit. Like I did the um, heritage actually is a heritage ancestry website, and I am not getting paid by them to mention them. You can choose whatever um, DNA ancestry line that you want to use. That's totally up to you. I'm just telling you the one that I used And the same thing, um, I wanted to see how far back we can get as far as the my, my maternal tribe, I didn't do my paternal. So when my dad comes to visit me, I'll, you know, do a DNA swab for him and send his off to see what my paternal side was. But I swabbed me and did my maternal side. And they were able to trace back as far as the tribe that I possibly came from, um, Guinea-Bissau. And, and the heritage one was able to tell me that I'm half Nigerian, like 57% Nigerian. So yeah, I am nigerian um i have ni- nigerian ancestry by way of sierra leone and kenya and i was like wow and i and i did it because i wanted to know number one and then number two you know how most of us who are of african-american descent uh african-american and black uh, american we always say we got some indian in us i wanted to see if there was some indian there because my my dad was good for saying that yeah we got some some um Indian in our in our lineage and I I had to tell him um this past weekend I was like that sorry to say there was no Indian in that DNA okay it was not um there was like some like one percent middle eastern and like three percent Asian um but yeah there was no no native in 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 our lineage um from the swab that I took from my cheek. Anyway, I'm curious to see what his cheek says, but I'm sure um, with his 23 strands and his chromosomes that I received, there was no Indian in those in that strand. So um, <laughs> I know, uh, sorry for my nasaliness. My I am recovering from an upper respiratory um, infection. I don't, it's not an infection because I didn't need an antibiotic. It is uh, my allergies from travels, and it typically happens this way. Every time I go east, I come back um, congested and um, what a sinus thing going on. So that's what's happening. So if you f- feel like I sound like I'm sick, eh, I am just a little bit. But I felt like I really wanted to share this today because it was just sitting with me and I was thinking about it and pondering different things that I could do. Um, I did take like a couple of pictures with my great aunt, my grandmother. I took one of her sitting in a chair, but she really did not want to take pictures because she accidentally threw her teeth away. <laughs> but I, um, I caught her and sitting in her chair with her pooch while she was on the phone. And, uh, uh able, I was able to record a little bit of our conversation with my great aunt, not much, um, only because my, there was like really loud noise and you could hear more of the noise than you can her. Um, but it's just, it, it was just something that I felt like I, I needed to do and I wanted to do because I don't know if I ever get that opportunity ever again. And I did not want to waste it if ever um, it didn't happen again. I just wanted to take a full advantage of it. So yeah, so it is it, just, it was just amazing. It was. And then I got to see the family Bible um, on my grandma's side, and I never knew this was a thing, um, I know, um, families would always say, oh, the name is in the Bible, I was like, the Bible, so I didn't know there was, like, a specific section that was in the Bible that you can put, like, your marriage information in there, your kids' information, and your grandkids' information in there, and I was like, what? I was like, this is amazing, I said, um, wow, you, you, you've watched things like this on documentaries and you hear about it because, you know, um, we, as, um, black Americans, they didn't teach us how to read or write or anything like that. And then those who were able to, you know, try to scribble things in the Bible because we were allowed to have a Bible because again, they were indoctrinating us with their religion. So, um, the bible was one thing that we could have so what they you know did was write down their history as much as they can and kept it safe inside their bible and i thought wow um i'm i was just in utter awe and amazement this this week and um, i don't know it makes me just like again crave crave that knowledge crave that understanding crave that need to know because there's always that empty, empty, the empty emptiness, emptiness that that lies within me personally, that I feel like I just want to 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 find out more, and I think that's this here really solidified that I I really need to really embark on that journey and try to figure out who we are, as a family, uh, and and. Document it, Not just for me, but for my kids. Um, my kids always ask me about different things, where we come from, what we do. They're half Puerto Rican, and, you know, um, I try to share both sides of them with them. You know, the things I've learned growing up in a southern, um, eastern southern household, because uh, my parents were southern, and we moved to the east coast, um, so... I say it like that, East and because we still had southern roots and southern traditions that we kept to, um, even though we lived on the east coast. Um, but and we lived up north. So uh yeah, so I'm just like, What in the world? So my daughters like wanna know all these things. So I try to give them as much information about my side of the family. Um their dad tries to give them a little bit of their history. Um, but I, again, we're, we, we, it's hard for us. It's, it's really just, it, it's hard for us to do our due diligence. And I wanted to do better, especially before I get grandchildren. Um, neither one of my children have children. And I know one is planning on some point to have children with her uh, now fiance, but I just don't, I want to know stuff before they get here so that when they get here, I can I tell them about where part of them comes from. You know, I, I want them to know that. I, I don't want them to walk this world blind, not knowing, thinking that this is their home, this is where they come from, and this is all there is, because it's not. There's so much more out there. There's so much to see. There's so much to learn, and I want them to be enriched in all kinds of culture starting with their own, but then branching out. Because like as I, I've said in the past, having friends from other cultures, it definitely enriches your life. It helps you grow. It helps you see things in different perspectives. It helps you just navigate this world and not be so closed-minded. And I think that's why we still have this prejudice and these racial issues. Because We've raised generations to be so close minded, not understanding the evolution of humans and not understanding that. We are all changing. Every day we are changing. Every day we wake up. As long as we are breathing, we are changing. We are doing something different. And that's what people don't understand. What you were yesterday is totally different than the person you are when you woke up this morning. And I don't see why this is such a challenge. Why we still have people hating one another. I just, oh, sorry. I got on a soapbox there for a moment. But it just burns me that... um, we still have that, and you just can 't trust the people that you think have your best interest because there 's always some ulterior motive um, behind it, and the same thing with you know i ta- I was watching a few period pieces. Um, these past couple of weeks and looking at the way the Native Americans were treated um, when they came and had their land taken from them and they were thrown in the, in the um, American schools and the Indian schools where they were stripping them. So I was like, it was a new form of slavery. Not to say that um, it, it it was a difference to their slavery beca- and for them, um, because the same thing was done to us that we were stripped of it, beat half to death, and then put on in fields? They were actually teaching them. They didn't teach us, even though I'm not. It, it, even though it was brutal, they were still teaching them. They were not teaching us anything. We were animals that were meant to farm land and and bear children so we can farm land like some cattle. Okay there is that that underlying difference yes it's it still does not make it right i'm not condoning a damn thing it's wrong what i'm saying is the difference between the way african americans were treated and the way natives were treated was that natives were taught to be integrated into society We were never taught to be integrated into society. They did not want us integrated into society. They felt we had nothing to offer their society. And they still feel that way. There are still certain people that are in this world that feel that way, that we do not have anything to offer this society. where we well know that there is a ton of things that we have to offer. Look at the inventions that we've created, that they've used and, and sold as their own you know, the music that they steal and sell as their own. We have a ton to offer society. Um, they just choose not to use it and and or use it for their own growth and benefit because um, of who we are and the color of our skin. So that's the difference. And the same with the those who um, survived the Holocaust, who were part of the Holocaust. They were raped and stolen their heritage by those group of people, by the Germans. But when you look at it, when they came here to America, they were still treated with utter respect and transitioned into society. We were never that. We were never that. And there is a difference that I don't think people want to see. Okay, I don't think they want to see it because it's there. It's clear as day. We can we can argue those pieces until the cows come home. But as you can see, all those people that wrong was done to them, they're getting reparations. The Jewish community gets reparations. The Native community gets reparations. But us as a black community, we still do not get anything for the generational turmoil and the genocide that was done to us. Why? Why are we different? Again, look at it for what it is. We were not taught to integrate. We had to go around and teach ourselves, and we had uh, other people who um, knew it wasn't right teaching us how to read and write. And then we would take that and go teach our siblings and our parents and so forth and so on. And now, um, just to get as far as we have gotten, okay? And then you say that it was, it's okay. It was then, this is now, and I hate when people say that. Well, that was then. This is what's happening now and everything is much better. Eh, it is better. I do want to say that. Mm, But it's still not where it should be and not where it's supposed to be in 21st century. Let's be real about it. Um, but anyways, I can go on and on and on about that because, um, as you can see, it is a hot topic for me. And um, I just wonder, what where, where do y'all all think about that? Um, let me know. And I look forward to hearing from all of you. I'm sorry, I just got, had to get that off my chest. Um, you know what? I'm not sorry. Mm-mm. I'm not sorry. I needed to get it off my chest. I needed to share with you guys. I needed to um, see where your headspace is and maybe get you thinking about where you are, where you're from, and what you need in your life to help you um, help your children transition and navigate this world and really know who they are as a black and brown community. So, I know. Let me know what you think. Take care of yourself, and take care of each other. Namaste.